Hey guys, it's Natalie, the Nag, and uh, Merry Christmas to you all for this month, and I hope you're all alright. So today I'm going to be discussing, speaking of Christmas, is calories, Christmas, and fuck New Year's resolutions. Bringing this one out now, because I want to nip it in the bud, I was going to do this later, and actually talk about something else today, but I know this is one that's must needed at this time of year. And this year's not so bad, I think, compared to other years I've, you know, been a personal trainer or a fitness instructor, but I'll get people coming to me saying, Nat, I am really stressed about Christmas coming up because I don't want to put all the weight back on. And I'm like, well, how much do you normally eat around Christmas? Do you normally put a lot of weight on just over the Christmas period? And a lot of them will be like, yeah, actually I do. I relapse pretty much close all the way back. And I'm like, does it carry on and spiral into January? Is, is that what maybe the issue is? Or is it just because of that one month? Or is it the habits leading up to Christmas that you still put in place after the new year? And this is what got me thinking. Because a lot of people blame Christmas and festivities for weight gain. When in reality, it's actually habits that you've continued to put in place throughout. I mean, this time of year, I'll definitely mince pie every single day. Especially the slow gym ones, they're my absolute favourite. And I don't want clients thinking, or not just clients, but any of you, excuse me, <clears throat> to think, I can't have mince pie, I can't enjoy my Christmas day. Or I've had people actually say, you know, a couple of days after Christmas, all they feel is guilt. And they feel greedy and feel fat. Now it's going to be weird for you guys to hear um, that I felt this way before myself. A long time ago, but because that's what it was, because of how again my upbringing, you know, we were seen as food was bad. If, if food tasted good, it must be fattening. You know, where every every mouthful you have, you're putting fat on, and sometimes you would visualise that in your head. I mean, I'm, you know, I've never been overweight because I've always been active. I've always led an active lifestyle, but I was scared to become overweight. I was scared of putting weight on. I, did, I wanted to stay a certain weight. If I understood back then what calories meant, what macros meant, what food actually meant to us, I would probably never had those issues then, which is why I'm explaining this now. Because if you ever want to, like, someone younger to listen to this, when I say young, I was between the age of, like, 14 to 16, especially as I got more into my martial arts because I didn't realise what sort of physique I would gain from doing the martial arts and doing PE three times a week at school, walking everywhere. I rarely got picked up or driven anywhere. I'd always opt to walk. Uh, that was just because I liked to, because uh, I liked to be in control of how quick I could get somewhere and what time I leave. But this is what I wish I told 14-year-old me. Natalie, it's Christmas coming up. You're really active. You, you know, you're always on your feet on the go. You train in the garage sometimes with your nan. You go kip, you go tie boxing at least once a week at the moment. You don't drive. You walk to school every day. You're up early on weekends doing stuff or practicing your tie boxing. You've actually never really gained any weight all these years because of that activity, because of that lifestyle. And also, Natalie. The foods you are eating, they're calories. These calories give you fuel for you to be able 
to do the things you love doing. You love being active. You love being competitive in sport. And without that fuel, you can't be competitive. You can't push yourself as hard as you normally do. Also, you need what we call macronutrients. You need carbs, fats and protein. You know, fats aren't bad in that. They're okay, they're going to fuel you. The protein, that's going to keep you full for ages and repair your muscles. The carbohydrates especially, great source of energy. And also that's going to stop you depleting your muscle tissue, which you're developing from all the activity that you are doing. Also, Natalie, around December, you don't normally eat like this all year round. It's one month. Start feeling guilty every time you go and grab your nan's homemade mince pies. It's okay. And then sit and enjoy it. On Christmas Day, we have your Christmas dinner. You always eat all your Christmas dinner because you actually love the taste of it. Whoever's cooked it, wherever you are eating, <laughs> whether it's at your mum's mum or at your dad's mum's. Uh, or Boxing Day, again, you're at your nan's or you're going out shopping with a friend. God on earth, why I did that on Boxing Day sometimes <laughs> from McDonald's. And you shouldn't feel any guilt around that because your habits won't continue like that in January. You're very good at going back to that discipline because of the martial arts lifestyle, the sport lifestyle. If you continue these habits, and absolutely over time, you may end up into a calorie surplus. If your activity changed, you may end up into a calorie surplus. It's not the types of food you're eating that's going to make you fat nat. It's the energy balance, the lifestyle, the habits. And knowing that as you get older, the only time you start to gain actually any body fat away is because you're out drinking three times a week. <laughs> a typical student. But you never let that phase you too much as you got older. But thinking back, if I knew what I knew now, I probably would have reduced my alcohol intake. But at that point, fat loss wasn't important to me. I just enjoyed going out with friends, making new experiences and adventures. And that was it. That is what I tell myself to learn how that understanding. And if someone else at that age, what well, I was at, hears this and it helps them, that's even better. Because I do, you know, a lot of the younger population, we are, they are more body conscious these days. They are more into sports. They are starting to understand uh, about physiques a lot more. They even start understanding about, about body composition. But I don't want the younger ones losing out on life obsessing about food and what's going to make them fat, what's going to make them thin, what's going to make them look a certain way. Instead of just enjoying experiences, enjoying the food that they do have and understanding it's fuel and that their bodies are changing. And as long as they lead a healthier, active lifestyle, they can have everything in moderation. I mean, I used to eat like... I'm not saying I do this now because I've run probably calories and elsewhere... I used to have like five mince pies in a day sometimes. Especially when I was tired boxing five nights a week. And when I was doing five nights a week, that wasn't because of fat loss or anything. It's because I loved the sport. I loved the discipline it gave me. I loved the structure it gave me. It gave me purpose and identity. So when I stopped tie boxing, apart from going out again on the piss three days a week for a while, eventually... You know, I lost that identity. So that's when I started going to the gym instead. And then eventually, once I moved and settled where I am now, and, you know, I was going to the gym, but because I work in the gym, kind of felt like I didn't have a separate part of me anywhere. 
I think sometimes it's nice to have something separate from your work. And that's when I joined back to martial arts after 10 years. Went back kick, I went kickboxing instead of Thai boxing. And I love it. Again, I love the discipline, the structure, because it makes me forget about I'm eating for fat loss, I'm eating for physique. It's like, no, you're eating to fuel your body. So you can be an absolute beast when you're training. And so you can be an absolute weapon when you're doing martial arts. Because without adequate fuel, adequate sleep and good habits, I won't be the best I want to be. One month for Christmas shouldn't fuck you up for the year. But for some people it does because of habit change and maybe the more susceptible to continuing habits very easily after that point. And this is what I'm getting at with New Year's. And everyone's like, I'm going to I'm gonna do it this year. It's my New Year's resolution to lose, I don't know, like say, three stone that year. And they'll kickstart it straight away, January the 2nd probably. Doubt it, New Year's Day, because most of us are hungover. Um, apart from me, I'm normally waking up in a spa, but not this year, sadly. Absolutely gutted. Worth it, by the way, guys. You know, book a spa, New Year's Day, and stay over until the 2nd. It's a much better way to go into the New Year. Uh, just gutted, I can't do that this year. So try and reenact it at home, I guess. Or just go on as many as I can as soon as we're able to. And <laughs> just blow it. So New Year's resolutions, fuck them, honestly. I think you just set yourself up for failure. Most people don't even write them down what they're doing, don't even make a plan how they're going to get there, not understand if it's achievable. So really, for me, New Year's resolutions, they make me cringe a little bit. There are certain exceptions when it comes to, like, say, being doing something for someone every day, like something kind. And, you know, it could be you ought to manage your stress levels more, so the goal, you know, you're going to... Say practice meditation daily, it could be you just gotta make sure you have more you time. Something simple like that, I was like. You know, and I, I know it sounds cheesy, but the whole be kind movement, I think people do need to definitely take a note out of that book and use that more. You know, with this whole pandemic and lockdown and COVID, people do sadly turn on each other eventually because they're scared, they miss their families, the routines are off. And if someone else is having more fun than them or maybe slightly breaking the rules, they're getting grassed up on. And it's like, sorry, but focus on yourself. And then also, you know, you don't know that person's circumstance. So when you think about the be kind route, it's like don't judge what someone's doing. You know, leave them do it if they're doing it. If they need help, help them if you can. Or give you support. Or point them in the right direction. It's not been a great year, has it? Let's just face it. So if you're thinking and stressing already about putting fat on over Christmas and trying to write down ridiculous... New, well, some, most people don't write them down, they just say it when they're drunk, their New Year's resolutions. You've got to think to yourself what's achievable and it's not, I'm going to do this for this new year. You could start right now. I've, I've taken clients on. In, in fact, I took about three on last year in December and I get someone worried saying, is this a silly time to start? And I'm like, no. So this is a great time because you've got help, you've got guidance. Are you stressed about Christmas? Yes. Then you've done the right thing. And they've had probably the nicest Christmas they've had in years, mentally, when it comes to food. You know, I've had clients scared to go to events, go to Christmas parties, because they think if they go, they're going to drink and eat and get fat from that one night. You don't get fat or put body fat on as I like to put it you're not identified as fat or overweight it's you gradually you gain body weight gradually gain body fat over habits over time it takes time to get there it takes habits to get there repetition 
it's the same when you want to lose weight it's the same when you want to lose body fat get lean get stronger get better at throwing a jab or a kick it's repetition over and over again to get better at say doing a deadlift i get clients going i'm no good at this it's like i wasn't at one point one point in my life i couldn't deadlift for shit it was awful my technique look i had a brilliant uh, fellow trainer in the gym i used to work at and he actually taught me how to deadlift properly i could teach it fine to a client but i couldn't do it myself it's weird and it goes that way so just think about it. it's repetition it's habits that's what makes us gain body fat if you can get back and implement those habits to what you were doing before christmas i've got in the moment a fat loss challenge on they're on their last week now and even though it's called a fat loss challenge it's called a fat loss challenge and a habit change challenge the whole point is these habits are to help manage a healthy body fat percentage to help them to lose body fat and also help them to understand it's okay sometimes if you can't prioritize you know a fat loss phase you know all of them now i'm going to be advising them to probably look at going towards maintenance for this time of year so it's more enjoyable so not stressing but most of the time most clients i speak to these days are like that it's a couple of days then i just go back normal in between i might eat a little bit more chocolate than usual but i haven't got the urge to binge it like i would have done years ago you know just for the sake of it i've got things to focus on now either i'll go see my family if i can depending on the rules where they are or i'll just like you say just have it in moderation each day and fit it into my goals my and some of them will say can i take a break from tracking and might absolutely have a go at doing things mindfully see if you can uh you know judge an eyeball portion sizes as a little challenge so the point is from all this fuck new year's resolutions it's all about what you're going to do for the long term and have little short-term goals that you know you can win no matter what the circumstances don't forget most of us aren't paid pro athletes or bikini models we are either mums grandparents working full-time running a business we're all busy at the end of the day when it comes to like life we have extra stresses on our life so we need to find a way to make sure we manage those stresses and be able to do everything else that we want to do for ourselves i mean something brilliant a client said to me the other day said that i've been going back to work and i've had to travel and i have to get up early to leave the house and she said so i made sure this time i had breakfast first thing because i won't be eating otherwise till 12 uh, to 2 o'clock in the afternoon maybe even later sometimes maybe not at all and she said before before all this before we started repeating said i would never have done that i would have just left the house with a coffee gone straight to work maybe just snacked and stuff on the way sat at the desk most of the day not give myself a break or 10 minutes to walk said i even took a protein bar just to have my lunch because it was either that or nothing but i said that i know that's not the most optimal way but it's the most optimal way i can do it uh, the way i can do it right now and she said how i uh, if i did it you know a couple of years ago before you taught me about nutrition and, pr- and the importance of protein the importance of fuel to make sure i'm the best the best i can be you know at my job so i don't know how i did it i don't know how i did the lifestyle i did previously to this because she had a bit of time off over covid because of the lockdown she's gone back to work 
because of the habits we've put in place she's realized what to prioritize she's realized what to make sure she's got to do to look after herself it's not just about fat loss guys in the day it's not just about who's skinny and who's lean it's also about you know is the lifestyle suiting you you know are you happy with what you're doing can you continue that lifestyle for the rest of your life if, if the answer is no way you need to find a plan to get to somewhere else eventually or find a way to manage those stresses really get one shot guys sounds a bit morbid i know but this is the way i think when it comes to say we're in the business and i get my mates going you know it's, does it scare you sometimes because you're reliant on yourself and i'm like it does scare me sometimes but the way i am when i say do bouldering which is indoor climbing by the way i haven't done the outdoor bouldering a little bit um i've done i've done like a simulated parachute jump not actually at the plane but like literally willingly jump off a building with a bit of cable that slows you down a bit i've done um what's another i'll tell you a good example i was bouldering i was with my friend's lad and he was encouraging me to do like it's quite a daring little uh, leap to grab the next hold and I'll be honest, I felt absolutely terrified, actually, which is rare for me, because I, I feel scared, but I'm in quite control of my fear. And that point, I wasn't. But you know what? I thought, what's the worst that can happen? I thought, the worst that can happen is I land on the mat. I know how to land. And this sounds a bit crappy, but if I got injured, I'm pretty resi- um, disciplined when it comes to rehabilitation. I've discovered with my knee after kickboxing. So, you know, I just went for it and I actually did it. I actually managed to do a really hard climb. It's one of the hardest uh, routes I've ever tried when I've been bouldering. And I kind of have this mindset of, yeah, I'm scared, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> That's kind of my mentality a little bit. It's, it's like when I've done fights, when I, used to do, when I was doing Thai boxing, I'd be absolutely shitting it before I went in the ring. And But what fight gave me, because once I was in there, I was on fire, I loved it, I didn't even care I was losing sometimes, you know, I just, I love the buzz of it, I love, I love, again, the discipline of it, trying to see who can outwit their opponents, because even though, yeah, people think, oh, you kick the shit out of each other, it is very tactical as well, it's like a game of chess, you're trying to get the person to do a move so that you can counter it, you know, or get them, say, pull your hand down, so their hand is down, you can throw a high kick to the head. That's what I used to get from it. And those experiences have taught me you just got to do it, Nat. No matter how scary it is sometimes, I think you just got to go for it. It's like when I go on courses on my own. I'm sure some of you felt this way. And you're nervous going because you don't know anyone. It's like when I did my GP referral, I had to stay overnight, which I'd never done before since being my partner for a course <laughs> in uh, up Manchester. You know, I've had to travel to go to a cardiac uh, rehab course and you know I didn't know anyone there but I just kind of threw myself in there I think well no one likes me oh, well I need to do a course but I, I always get on with people when I'm there I know I always do because we're all on the same playing field we're all there to learn so we've always got common ground to speak about and normally I come away with actually uh, people I've become friends with actually and be in contact with and seeing how their journey goes so it's really pleasant it's really nice I enjoy going on those sort of things and it's a shame this year we kind of lost that touch with that so instead I'm keeping on my training buddy soon to be business partner uh, watching her go through her level 2 gym instructor 
starting her level three PT. Really proud of her. She absolutely smashed her anatomy and physiology, or AMP as we call it. And I think she's going to be a great PT to work with. Well, I don't think, I know she is. Because um, again, very knowledgeable. We bounce off each other when it comes to information too. Anyway, went off a tandem there. So, you know, fuck New Year's resolutions. If you're going to, you're going to put down goals, at least write them down. Write them down. Write down the plan to go with those goals. Now, if you've got like an end goal on there, then set up the mini goals to get there. Because the key with this is one, make sure how you plan it, you're going to enjoy it because you've got to repeat it over and over. Two, make sure the wins that you can definitely most likely to achieve despite whatever situation. Maybe even have a backup goal just in case you can't hit the actual goal. So set like a minimum goal and then set the goal you have ideally in your head. But at least if you hit the minimum goal, you've hit goals, you've progressed. When you're at your plan, how are you going to do it? Then you need to know what tools you need. Do you need a PT? Do you need a dietitian? You know, do you need some, someone at a professional field to help you whatever you've got to achieve? You know, do you even need a CPT ther- therapist? You know, do you need someone to help you support with mental health to also manage your stresses to get to your goals? Don't rule things like that out. Everyone always goes, as much as I want, you know, I want people coming to me for PT don't rule out also managing your mental health. Get the right professionals to help you too. I've, I've, this is something, I won't mention names. I've had two clients come to me the past month who's um, their therapist has encouraged them to actually go to a PT because they want them to help themselves. But without a PT there, they've got the accountability just like they have with the therapist. So I'm actually working alongside with a few therapists at the moment and it's working really well because the clients are progressing slowly. There's not much pressure on it. And when they know the sort of person they come to, they know I'm not going to pressure them to go for ridiculous goals. And today I want to make sure they're managing the stress and we're just having small little wins at a time. And it's really nice to have therapists actually doing that Referring people on to PTs, maybe even to dietitians, maybe even to like referring to a sport to a sport instead. A sport again gives discipline, gives progress, gives focus. I mean, if I could, I'd encourage all my clients to do a sport because of the the feeling you get with it. I mean, I absolutely miss my kickboxing really do I train on my own a couple of times a week but yeah it's not the same because of the vibe you get there the coaching the you know even a PT needs a coach you know I like being told what to do sometimes and I like being you know basically helped to improve my technique and what to work on I mean luckily I had grading sheets before I left so I've been working on that and just any other little skills to enhance myself so at least when I go back it'll just be my fitness has suffered <laughs> as in conditioning for the sport it's like when you haven't been swimming for ages and even if you, you know, I can always go swimming I can always do a mile, but it absolutely canes me so I don't try to do that anymore, or I went for a bike ride a couple of years ago and it caned me again and it's just because I'm not used to doing it, it's not mean I can't do it as a technical but the condition of it's tough isn't it so don't give up at the first one, you don't feel great go for it again and again and again to get better and better Set those goals up, write them down, make a plan. 
How are you going to get there? Do you need extra tools or someone to coach you through it? Note it down. And then make the step to do a call or a message to wherever you need help. You know, I think people get scared in case they get judged. I never, ever judge a client when they're coming to me. I know it sounds easy said and done because you don't know me, know me, some of you. But that is my intention, is to help people. When I get people saying, I'll get fit before I come to you, I might, but I'm a PT. I'm going to get you fit. I'm going to get you there anyway. You know, I've, had a, I've actually talked to clients into finally coming with me because they're like, I'm going to get fit first. And I'm like, how are you going to get fit first? Oh, I'll just go to the gym and I'll do a class. I'm like, you've got no plan, have you? No, I'm here to give you that plan to get you from where you want to be. I'm not here to beast your military style. And it's a shame that PTs get that sort of bad reputation sometimes. It depends on the client, I tell you now. But even then, the best, I'm not saying the best, but the stronger clients who do love doing the heavy lifting, it's not so much like a beasting, it's technical. It's, there's more to it than seeing how much can I cane them. It's not about that. They have their goals, like I've got one client, he's aiming to, say, deadlift 140. And do you think I'm going to make him do 20 reps on 140, which some PTs would do? I'm like, no, he's going to be doing three reps, maybe four reps so he can get his reps up on it. He's going to be taking three minutes rest. And a lot of you are going to be like, huh? Are you not going to beat him in a circuit or something? I'm like, no, PTs are more skilled than you think, most of them. I'm constantly upskilling. So make sure whoever you go to has the right tools that you need to imp- you know, implement. I say, for example, I'm not always the PT for everyone. Someone might need something specific. You know, I mean, like I say, I'm very much into the resistance training, the weight training. And because of my sport background, I've got experience when it comes to getting stronger and fit and conditioned for sport. But if you need something way more specific, like I say, say you were a fighter, you need to go to a coach probably who is very specialised when it comes to fighting. Or someone who plays rugby. You might need to go to a PT who has experience with rugby. So for New Year's, fuck them. You write your plan now. Put it down what you want to achieve. Read it back to yourself aloud to make sure it's achievable. Imagine a friend telling you those goals. You've had friends who've done that. Oh, well, uh, I'm going to lose a stone in January. I'm going to start 2nd of Jan. And read that back to yourself. Because you'll be thinking, this is ridiculous. There's no way. January is the worst time to lose weight. It's the worst time to even think about body composition. I say January is the best time. Start gradually getting back into habits. And no pressure on body composition. Majority of my clients are still on maintenance. Until at least mid-Jan. It's their choice if they decide to deficit. But they tell me it's their choice. Because I'm like, if it's their idea, they're going to do it. Unless I think it's ridiculous what they're doing. I'll make sure I guide them to make sure whatever they're going to go for, it's going to be achievable. So write down your goals. Make sure they're achievable. But read them out loud to yourself to make sure they don't sound ridiculous. Like, no way to, you're going to do it. Think about the external stresses you've got going on when you go back to your normal life after Christmas. Because no one has a normal life over Christmas apart from our beloved public sector workers. So you've got to think, is it achievable around the stresses that I'm going to be having? You know, do you have to take kids to school? Do you have to go in for a job? Do you have meetings back-to-back sitting down all day to say you set a step goal up? Is 10,000 too much? 
or you just have to aim for 4,000 because normally you do 3,000. So I hope after this today, you think F you New Year's resolutions. Enjoy the odd mince pie every day in moderation or every day if you fit it in your goals. You know, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, even New Year's, even Christmas Eve, do, you know, you should be worried about tracking with food or anything like that. Just enjoy yourself. Be in the moment. You know, food is social. And right now, some of us are struggling to social. So if you could be around some loved ones and it's with the food and everything, the experience, the smells, enjoy it and laugh and, you know, fall asleep on the sofa with your stomach hanging out your pants. And don't forget, most of us have been wearing jeans most of the year. So I'm sure joggers Christmas Day would be very optional. <laughs> and then that period in between, you don't have to be like that every single day, do you? I don't think anyone wants to be. Get out and walk, go out and... You've got kids, go out and play with your kids. You know, you can still go to the gym because gyms are open if you want to. Or just do a little home circuit if you want to spend more time with the family. Quick 10, 15 minutes in the morning, go do what you want to do with your loved ones. You know, finish the year on such a high. You know, it's up to you what you make it. I've been in really, really shit jobs in the past. And... It was very easy to give up and think, you know, I'll just go along with what everyone else does. But I can't do that mentally. I'll make it my own. And because I make it my own and I make it work, I actually enjoy it no matter how bad the job is. I had this at a previous job and the receptionist was very wise what she told me. She said, now if you make it your own, you'll go further. You'll get satisfaction out of what you're doing. So that's what I did. And I think that's what we've got to kind of do this year. You know, I feel the same. I was a bit down yesterday because I'm used to having friends around most weekends now, putting little mini Christmas parties on. We put buffets on. I do cheese boards. I bake for them. I'll cook up like a jerk, shredded ham, you know, and I'll just part bait rolls and they can smell that when you come in with the spices and pomegranate seeds popped on top because I love um, people enjoying my food. And I like having Christmas music on, we do stupid quizzes. So this year, you know, we've got to do what we can. You know, don't force enjoyment, but just live in the moment when you are with somebody. You know, human connection right now is so important more so than I think fat loss actually this month. You know, look after yourselves, guys. Set up the goals, like I said, suggested to help you. You know, make it your own. And you can do that next year, any situation. You make it your own. You can control that. There's things you can do. Have an awesome day, everyone. And if you ever want anything brought up in my podcast, you can email with the subject podcast, the nagptfitness at gmail.com. Or you can send me your question to the nagptfitness uh, Nag on Facebook or the nagpersonaltrainer on Instagram. Have an awesome day, guys.